Hey, where are the white women at? But how did he get down to his underwear that fast? We'll just have to take these pants off so that I can take a closer look. Still others evolved so much, they don't even need to wear pants. I love that we're recording now. <laughs> oh for the record, you're oh, really. At, did you name your ass Thor, or did somebody else do that? Look, it's a lot of nasty weather out there right now. Um. Well, yeah. It's it's blowing. It's a blowing out there. Oh yeah. It's and there's like, a line of cells, like a five dollar whore. There it's is really really bad. Um. And I'm not sure we're gonna make it. I don't think we'll make it here in the bunker. No. Oh, it's a this is a cartoon casual podcast. If you in the high people, desert, in the high, high desert. Route 66, you people. Oh, my God. I hope the mic picked that up. The like, thunder? Oh, yeah. It's thunderous thunder. I might have to throw some Garth Brooks. And I'm not doing that. That's too fucking no. obvious. Oh, um, maybe Riders on a Storm. Throw that in so, there. So, anyway. uh, so we're, we're not going to use names anymore, I understand. Yeah. Um, I have to apologize to uh, one... Um, and you can't use the name. ...amazing <clears throat> young lady because I misinterpreted a text message that I sent... Or, excuse me, that I was sent... It said that she asked me to bring her some Starbucks. And I thought it said, bring me Starbucks and BB. And I didn't know what BB meant. I work at Blackbridge. And I thought it was a breakfast burrito. Breakfast burrito. And I said, no, I'm not bringing you Blackbridge. You're not 21. And actually, rereading the text message, it said, can you bring me and BB Starbucks? And BB is a nickname for one of her friends. So now I feel like a tool. Um, well, you hopefully should. she can find in her heart to forgive me. She knows who she is, but I'm not. I refuse to use her name. But from now on, we're going to just use fewer names, not less names, or just we'll use about, not use the names of minors, like minor, like coal miners. Well, we can use like, their names. Well, we can use their names. Yeah, as long as they're not minors, minors. Right. So it's like um, gorilla it, versus gorilla. It, it, it is. It is a uh, Wednesday, and we're going to be. Uh, this will be posted actually a week from now. A week from now, and a, I'm. That's a delay. I'm, I'm not going to. I'm not going to jinx it. Okay. But I think we might be able to dominate tonight at trivia because it's Disney themed. Yeah. Well, won't we can help for me? You've seen Disney movies, man. They've been making original movies. ones. Yeah. Yeah, the old ones, right? But right. he, here's my thing. I told Portia. And I, oh, shit. Oh, I can use her name. What are you drinking there, by the way? Water. Okay. Ice water. I have another martini. Teal's martini. Can everybody Sh- hear that? Wait. Uh-huh. Oh, yeah. I, oh, I it's over ice. This. You can tell. As if anybody couldn't tell, last week I overdid it. So apologies for me. You did. Trying to force in a conversation I wanted to have about how the North America was populated in various... It was out of left theories. field, Joe. It that really was, was, and I tried to talk about it. It's, just, it's something that I've been into and very interested in for a long time, but I've gotten hyper-interested in it in just the past few weeks, and I just kind of wanted to bring it up. But anyway, uh, yeah, I told... My thought processes with the disney theme trivia is mm-hmm. that you can cover the old stuff from the 60s and 70s because that's when you were a kid. Mike sure. overlaps into the 70s because he was born in the mid-70s. He, he overlaps into the 70s and 80s, and then he worked as a projectionist in the 90s. Right. So he saw, you know, uh, he, I think he told me he saw like Little Mermaid, Oops. Little Mermaid, Lion King, um, you know, um, Aladdin, all of those. And I grew up watching those. The problem is, is that all of us, none of us, the three that I just mentioned, have seen a Disney movie other than like, I take Porsche to see like 
um, like Moana and shit like that. But I haven't seen anything. Like I saw Mulan in the theater, but that's the last one I think I saw. So I don't know. I haven't seen Tangled. Right. I haven't seen any of those. But that's where Portia comes into play. And I just told her, I don't care what you've got going on. Like you need to be there because we need your help. The team needs your help, I, Portia. I, I also think, uh, <clears throat> excuse me, uh, M- Melissa is going to be there maybe, possibly. Oh, that's good. Yeah, and with her kids, Which perhaps. She's got the little kids, so that Yeah, helps. and she was going, I don't want to bring them to the... I said, look, kids wander around there in the back outside all the time. And so I said, it's probably going to be like a lot amount of kids I have a feeling tonight. there's, there's going to be... So there's that, and um, but now we get this wall of storms coming in, and we won't be outside probably. I'm hoping I'm it blows over. Go, I hope it know. blows over eventually, and it just cools things down. That's that would be nice. I always kind of hope that that's what's going on. I know you don't have your devices in front of you, but I'm bringing out AccuWeather. It wasn't uh, Disney a uh, kind of a weirdo himself. I mean, when I say we, I mean, he was eccentric. He, he was eccentric. He was also an anti-Semite, which that's one of those things where when somebody's a genius, you accept certain shitty things about them. Um, Yes, he was an anti-Semite. He was he he worked very very hard. He worked people very hard. Mm-hmm. Um, but was he a teetotaler? Do you think? Uh, I think so. If I I think he was a teetotaler, but I think bec- it's because he was a drunk early on in his life. Uh, I think so it's like a pendulum think, swinging uh, all the other right. Like yeah. there's no middle grounds. No like have a few drinks and celebrate Disneyland opening. It was get drunk and throw up at Disneyland. Like, like blackout, blackout, rape just, people. Jesus. Oh, well, it's Walt Disney. I'm pretty sure he didn't have to ask too hard. That's, <laughs> oh my God. that's fucking awful. I bet he started raping all the animals that were, you know, the the Mickey Mouses that were dressed up and the Goofies, and the he just started pulling down their costume pants. Wow. Sorry. Um, there is a... Do you know what the Disney Imagineers are? Engineers that are Imagineers that are right, and they. I mean, it's it's like imagine Skunk Works, but for um, for Disney, and right. that's the, 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 what I've read about the Imagineers. That it's like that. No, they they can they work with the Defense Department probably and they, design things. Absolutely, and, yeah. and these are the people that designed. They're the people that came up with ideas like, um, like the, what is it? I guess the Hall of Presidents. I'm speaking of things that I've never actually seen in person because I've never been to Disneyland or Disney World. But they came up with things in the '60s, late '50s, and, and '60s that were just mind-boggling to people. Um, Epcot, these these just yes. amazingly interactive things that that wasn't a thing until they came along and actually yeah no they kind of invented this uh, you're right it was a it didn't exist it's like the smartphone what? didn't exist until I don't know was it, it was it Jobs that really invented the smartphone he Not didn't really. in, no no he didn't invent it he, and he refined the it, shit out of it he made it suitable for the masses because of how. Um, and I'm going to catch hell from Josh, but fuck you, Josh, whatever. I know we're going to get... Cause oh. Because I, I said that... I forgot to tell you this. Remember we talked about the, a couple episodes ago, we talked about uh, how you took a trip to Italy, you know, road trip and all that, and you didn't go to Rome. I called you a fucking asshole, and yeah. I said, Josh did the same thing. Josh has been to Italy four times since then. And since, still not been to Rome. He sent me a text the day he re- he listened to that, uh, that. He was like, just want to let you know, been to Italy four more times, still never been to Rome. <laughs> Because it's just L.A. with ruins, and I don't have any fucking <laughs> reason. Which is one of the best descriptions of Rome That's I've ever funny. heard. And, and, and I actually heard that before, but yeah. it's kind of true because it's big, it's dirty, it's smelly, it's hard there's to get around. a bunch of Italian women running around with nice, dark, long, not, straight hair. Yeah, and, but there's a bunch of predatory Italian men that are just like... But they're not going to bother me. Ciao. And they're riding around on their fucking Vespas. I know, but not going to bother me, though. The reason I, I brought the Imagineers is that Marty Sklar. Marty Sklar was uh, the... Imagineer, and he invented so many things, and he was he Walt invented Disney. a last name with too many consonants. That's true. S K L A R. There's <laughs> only one vowel. It's a four to one ratio. Yeah, that's pretty. That's pretty strong. <laughs> but he just passed away. I think it was last week. Eighty-three oh. years old. Yeah. He 
he was central figure in development and expansion of um, Disneyland and Disney World. It was his idea to go to do, we need something on the East Coast. Okay. Uh, because air travel started to come down in price in the late 60s, and he proposed that we need to do something on the East Coast, but you need to find some, somewhere where land is cheap it was, and centrally located, and that's where they... It was almost... They actually looked at this place called uh, Santee area in South Carolina. That's very close to where I worked at, and I'm going to be going to, to work on my airplane here. Again, it's near Manning, South Carolina. It's, there's, a, there's a lake there that's kind of near the intercoastal, and they just about... Apparently, that was one of the areas was in South Carolina they were yeah. going to look at, and then Florida eventually happened there. I think maybe it might have been cheaper to go to Florida, maybe. Who Maybe. knows? Yeah. Who, who the hell knows? Because uh, I know I've seen pictures of. Uh, well, I've been to Orlando, and Orlando. Uh, I'm sorry, folks, but Orlando is kind of it's kind of shitty. It is like the whole my draw. Like the I'm drawn to Florida because I love beaches. I love the I love beach life. I love fishing and all that stuff. Orlando is not close to any of that. <laughs> I'm drawn to Florida all. because it's a it, diving board to the Bahamas. That's it. Fair enough. <laughs> that that too. I mean, but that goes along with beaches and beach yeah. life and, and that that whole laid back setting. And Orlando is like none of that. Yeah, it, it's it, it really isn't. No, and, and it's it's swampy and kind of gross. And it was way worse before oh, Disney yeah. went there. You know, they formed a company and bought under a, a shell corporation. Oh, they did that. Land. Yeah, but they did that. But they were one of the first companies to do that. They did that in pretty smart. Even several companies will do this, and then so no one knows what the fuck's going so on. So they don't know what's being built, and they don't um, jack up the price. Everybody goes. Oh, Marty Sklar was lead designer for the entire park for Disney World. No shit. Um, he just he, passed away. He, and he just passed away last week. It's funny. I have a, a friend of mine who I know he s- listens to the podcast here and there, but he's like me. He has so many podcasts he listens to. It's a guy that I grew up with in Ohio. His name's Jordan. And uh, Jordan does a daily vlog on YouTube. Uh-huh. It's called Days with Jordan the Line, D-A-Z-E. And he just he lives in, in Hollywood area. He's a working actor. And in his free time, He'll just walk around. He'll find. He'll look up something within, say, a mile or two of where he's going to be that day for an audition or appointment or an acting gig, and he'll just figure out the history of this one area and he'll do a fifteen-minute video on. He does this every day. Very cool. It's super impressive. Very yeah. cool. And he heard that Marty Sklar was going to be doing a um, like a meet and greet thing. At, this is six months ago. This this guy that just died six months ago did a meet and greet at, at the Disney hmm. like Ranch Studios, one of the first Disney studios, which they kept as kind of like a historical park and all that's in, in the Hollywood area and went and met Marty Sklar. And that's how I found out about the guy. That's really cool. And he did like a five minute interview with the guy. He's like, Hey, I do this uh, vlog. He goes, Oh, like on YouTube the guys, 83 fucking years old. And he knows what YouTube is. Yeah. Some older people actually choose to remain relevant and, yeah. and figure out what's going on and have a smartphone and text and go on the YouTubes, the YouTubes. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> they, they choose. Well, I was just wondering, the reason I was asking about uh, Disney himself being a teetotaler and an anti-Jew guy and all these different things, I'm, I'm just thinking about, a topic came up the other day about, about uh, well, it's about sex. Oh, shit. No. And I was just wondering if you... Um, I have. <laughs> <laughs> At least I have, once. I have two. I, uh, I've, I've, I've seen the instructional videos. So, <laughs> you Okay. It's funny Sorry, that you yo. mentioned that because I got sent a link yesterday by a friend of mine back. He used to go, oh, hey, don't man, describe the dude, link. Dude, check this out. And it was just a YouTube link. So it didn't say Pornhub or YouPorn or something yeah. like that. <clears throat> it, it, so it was YouTube. So I clicked on it, started watching it at work, and it was actually asshole waxing and bleaching. And it's some. Shout out to Katie Tigan. Yeah. <laughs> She wants to start a, a store, and I forgot the name. She's, oh, God. she's just so mad about a whole Right new, near the bleach or something. There's like, yeah, near, it was like yeah, ble- a. Ble- a ble- Bleach hole, uh, 
bleach. Oh hole. god damn it, Katie! Hit us up on the Facebook page. We can't remember Fuck, what it was. She's gonna this. hate. Oh it was god. so fucking funny. It was a good name because it was me, you, Katie, and Jeremiah that were kind of brainstorming the name, and then Katie just blurted it out. And, oh and it my was so god! Fucking... And because based on the name alone, she wants to have this. <laughs> it was like right near the bleach or something. Yeah, so, or something, something like that. Or I think something. it was even better than that, but it, it was, was something even, like yeah. that. Yeah. But anyway, but yeah, that's what it was. It was a video I started watching this at work on my laptop. And I started, I was like, what the fuck? Oh, and I was like, oh, what you can do is bleach your rectum. That, that, that. I'm like, holy shit, we're going to click out of that. And, and I told my friend, I was like, you're a fucking asshole for sending me that. So, so anyway. I'm just wondering if you're, um, let's Sex. say you decide to, you're not dating anybody for a while. Okay. And, uh, and I haven't, but that's not where I'm going with this. But I'm just wondering if you decide to, because people do this for certain uh, certain uh, religious reasons or certain ways to focus is to be celibate. Right. Right. Or some of us are just forced to be celibate. Right. So the, there's that. There's a, a by accident. But then you can always pay for it. Well, we all pay for which sex we in all, some way. I got it. We've talked about all, that. Yeah, we, we do. <laughs> so, but if you, um, because they, they say, I suppose if you're, I don't know what religious sect around the world. If you're a monk or do this, you you you, you swear off of sect. Does that also mean if you're celibate or practicing celibacy that you uh, also don't uh, you know pleasure yourself? Is that is that also fall I in that category? The Catholics call it self pollution. Self pollution, uh, which I've always okay. thought was a great term. It, it actually, have it's like a third or fourth edition, very old, 50, 60 year old right. Boy Scout handbook, right? That says. There's a chapter in there about self pollution. So if you're, chapter, if, if you're flogging, if you're flogging the dolphin, yeah. uh, you Choking are a chicken. You are <laughs> spanking the whatever. The thing everybody just pile in all the double click in the mouse <laughs> for the ladies. <laughs> if you're, uh, yeah, loading the canoe, uh, whatever, <laughs> punching the little guy in the boat. <laughs> if <laughs> so awful. Can we please move forward? If you're, yeah, if you're if you're doing that, is that by strict definition that you not being celibate? And I think it kind of depends on what. I think it kind of depends on the the sect, or rather, what what your own personal beliefs are versus you know. I, I don't know. I, I don't have a good. Uh, I don't have a good answer for that because I'm just not knowledgeable enough when it comes to religion. When it comes to those things, I know that there are certain religions that it's frowned upon. But I also think there's a lot of religions these days that are becoming more and more. Mm, realistic woke and realistic <laughs> when it comes to you know human sexuality because you know this is a guideline this isn't hard rules yeah uh, so, so so I don't know I honestly okay. I don't know I can tell you that there that up until probably 50 years ago there were still well probably less than that uh, at least in western society that there's still <clears throat> um, chastity devices for both men and women to prevent that like you can you can urinate Mm-hmm. And you can wash, but you won't get an erection. Women can't double click their mouse. They can menstruate. They can pee. Mm-hmm. They can wash, and that's about it. Hmm. I, and I know that that uh, also just because of friends of mine that are into that. The BDSM community still uses those. Sure, I can see where that would is, quickly go into that market. Yeah, literally with locks and shit, which yeah. is kind of hot and kind of cool. But anyway, the the um, so, but what if you decided to say, so, you know what, I'm not gonna, you know, I had you had a bad breakup. You had a really nasty breakup and said, "Fuck it, I'm just not gonna, I'm not gonna bother dating." And he said, "You know, it goes to dating, goes to sex." I also said, "Forget, I don't need, I don't need sex. So therefore, I'm gonna even stay away from, you know, that." You're gonna abstain, yeah, completely abstain right. from sexually pleasing yourself whatsoever. Now, so my question is, and I don't have the answer for this. If you do that, does that mean that uh, eventually, I mean, you kind of go insane at first, but or some period of time? I think your body kind of adjusts to it and is used to you not experiencing that. And I wonder if you get to that point, 
if it's better in the long run for you to focus on other things, you know, physical activity or your business or scholastically, things like that. I wonder if it, or if it really hurts you not to do this, which is a biological function. Well, your body, your body will, okay. So like I, I 100% abstain from sex for, for at least one year. I've done that twice in my life and I did it on purpose mostly just because there's, I'm one of those, I, I wouldn't say weirdo. I think everybody, everybody is this way. They just don't, not a lot of people admit it publicly uh-huh. that any person I've ever been physically intimate with, I've always had some sort of feelings for always every single time and, and it's and, and it's just one of those things it's i'm i yeah okay. i i think that and i think anybody personally i think anybody who says that uh that they're that they didn't that disagrees with that is probably lying to themselves i'd be willing to bet that people here's what i think i think that people have you know you have your one night stand or your fling that happens or something and they try to suppress it and maybe do a pretty good job at it. But I, I think somewhere in the level of their consciousness or subconsciousness is that, is that they really kind of know and feel that they think, you know, there is something there. There's some level of attraction that's there that it's beyond just the pure physical. There's something that drew you to that person. You, but they, whether you guys were drinking or right. whatever, it doesn't But they matter. try to deny it hard enough and they think they're suppressing it enough. They're pounding it down in their subconscious that they are convinced there's nothing there. They have no feelings for them. And they're, that's how they justify it. And it's okay. Screw that. I've had, had no feelings for you. And therefore you're dead to me. And I, I don't, I'm above that. I don't need to be the, you know what I mean? I, yeah. I, I think they're I, able to put it in a box successfully are, and therefore think that they uh, don't have any feelings for some that people are better better at hiding their compartmentalization than others I think yeah. that's what it is yeah now I can tell you if you do not per, from personal experience because well because I don't have that kind of willpower but I, I've read about such things if you don't um, at least for men oh now you're gonna if piss you piss off the if, lady people. no that's just physiology and if fucking People who are born male that have male parts from birth and are normal, healthy, functioning males, if you don't jerk off or have sex to completion and you do that long enough, your body will start making it happen when you're asleep. Okay. Now, it's not going to be like when, you know, when we're like 11, 12, 13, 14, and it's just, you're just, you, you don't know. You don't know what you're going to do. You don't know wh- which way you're going. We've talked about this. And right. just like hormonal, so hormonal when you're, you know, and it goes for it's both It's kind sexes. of out of freaking it, it, control. And you're out of fucking control. It really control. is. Yeah. And a wet dream every goddamn night. This was obviously, you know, depending on how your, your age and your physical characteristics, whatever. But your body self-regulates no matter what. If you don't do it, it will. Gotcha. And, it, and, it, and it's kind of a healthy thing. <clears throat> but kind, I also, kind, go ahead. more to your point about... Um, uh, performance there's tons and tons of athletes out there that swear like they won't have sex like say two weeks before a fight that's the whole women weak in legs rocky quote and speaking of the rocky yes movie, women well. weak in legs yeah, yeah that's true yeah. and i i've i've read the same thing like uh what's her what's the what's the the, the blonde one ronda rousey ronda yeah. rousey doesn't abstains from anything sexual for like a week and a half huh want to look at the radar now joe I, right just kind I don't of know curious. if anybody else heard that, but Jesus yeah. Christ, uh, yeah. Ronda Rousey, well, she's you know she's obviously a female, yeah, 25, 28, 30, maybe something like that. She abstains from anything sexual for at least two weeks leading up to a fight. 
Okay. She says it sharpens her senses and helps her focus on other things when she's not event. You know, you might get a little horny and think right. about the. You know, but it's eventually you just use up all your time. There were a couple of Formula One drivers who were extremely good and dominating for a couple years, and then they got girlfriends in seemingly happy relationships, in seemingly happy relationships, and they didn't do so well. Drive, you know, and they weren't. It, truly, they weren't arguing all the time. It wasn't like it was a negative thing. Their testosterone levels were different, or they were more content with their Absolutely. lives, and they fell off the fucking top three slots of Formula One racing. And with that shit, also comes the um, the competition factor. Yeah, I mean, where yeah. you're, yeah, you're, you're not competing anymore for fame and fortune and, and women, and, and and to put not too fine a point on a pussy, right? So, like, if you're not thinking about that, if you're not, um, so where's uh, Kingman in all? Can the you animate this map? Yeah. What's oh the white? Is that strong or Why's nothing? Why's it got to be white? Let me see. That, that middle white glob, is that strong or nothing in That's your radar? That's nothing. Okay. Gotcha. So it's all pretty much all around us. I got gotcha. you. are going to get shit. surrounded. Oh, I see. Now it's a, the black dot is, is blinking there yes. on your radar. I'm used to my radar. I'm sorry. Sorry, mine's not as good as your pilot radar. I don't know. Yeah. Anyway. So anyway, I was just yeah. thinking of, of celibacy. It's a good thing to, to practice because I, I certainly really don't practice the 100% celibacy if I'm not dating. Yeah, I, just, I just don't. Meaning, I don't not, you know. How many prostitutes have you paid for in your entire <laughs> life, Paul? I mean, actually. I could go down this really bad road. No, 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 uh, no, no, this is a sad road. No, no, it, I, it's not a. I don't want to go down a sad road. I'm in too good of a fucking mood and you only got nine minutes. <laughs> I, I have paid for a prostitute, but not for sex. This for company? Yep. Nothing wrong with that. And you want to know why? Why? Because <laughs> you hurt your wiener. <sighs> Because you tied your wiener in it. It's too sad. Okay, man. If no, you no, it's want. not too sad. I'll bring it up, but I don't know if people want to hear this. I, I think we've already crossed that boundary on this show. Fine. Before. My mother was sick. Uh-huh. Dying, sick, dying. Right. And the and the woman that I was dating at some point didn't want to be around anymore because I was really sad traveling back and forth to Texas visiting my mother and it was oh, a bad. Oh, she sounds top fucking notch. Exactly. You know where this is going. So oh, yeah. no, at some it. point she's like, I can't handle this anymore. I can't be around this. I know you maybe you should be around your family more. I just, I can't do this. So at some point I, uh, I called up, it was funny. I, I can't remember. I can't remember how I found this person. I, I don't remember how I found this person. I was just imagining like maybe on a bathroom stall at the no, hospital. No, 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 no. It wasn't that bad, but I, I found them, picked them up and attractive enough, whatever, whatever. I said, here's the deal. I, you know, whatever the number was, I said, I don't want to fool around. I, I need someone. I need someone to be around me where I can fucking just let go, be sad, talk about what's going on in my mind and why this suck, whatever. And, and then at some point we were, you know, and so we talked about this. She's what's going on, you know? And then I asked her later on. And as you pointed out, uh, this is not uncommon at all. I was just going to say that. I, I would hope that she made you yeah. realize that that's she, she said, super common. She said it's it's about half or some high percentage number of the guys just want to be around a, a, a female or even someone that they don't really, This is almost like a, it is therapy because around your therapist, your therapist is not your boyfriend, girlfriend, wife, husband. They, you don't have a relationship with them. Right. It's, so you can really unload and it's going to be okay. And that, so I bought her breakfast. We went out, hung out at my house and for a couple hours just talked about stuff and I mean just let it rip and I of course lost it oh yeah you know that kind of thing and then I took her back to her apartment or her house whatever it was and that was the end of that so yeah I did pay for a prostitute but never for sex and, and there's I, a sad story that's not a sad story at all no that that is absolutely 100% not a sad story to me right and I think most people listening would say that that's not sad they might start off a little sad because your mom being sick sure. and kind of needed somebody 
No, that's I think that's perfectly acceptable, which is why I don't think that prostitution should be illegal. Of course it should. It should be illegal to uh, be a pimp. But, it, you know, if a woman wants to... We all pay for sex. We right. all pay for... Wow, else? we're paying for it all, yeah, right? Yeah, you're poor. Thor hand. and yeah. the thunder god of... Speaking of, that's something in our second segment I want to bring up. Okay. So we all pay for company or sex or whatever in, in one way or another. Why, why is a direct exchange for those things a, a, a problem? It, I don't, I don't, I don't have a problem. With here's that the thing right. too. I, I can under kind of understand. Now she was not the best person for me, obviously at the time, but I kind of get that a little bit meaning. Um, and sometimes your therapist, if you have one, is the only person you can really tell anything because there are things that you wouldn't tell your mother probably or your father on the other end of it or your boyfriend or girlfriend. Oh, yeah. Every relationship, and I learned this through going some stuff, is is limited on some level or some scope. There's a certain boundary there. Yeah, that and they, that's what they tell that your therapist. They're the only person you can really just one of, let her go. One of the reasons why anybody who's uh, you know in that capacity, uh, you know, a therapist, a doctor, they're bound by law and ethics and their own ethics for their their profession to not tell anything mm-hmm. about you know that you've told them, and that's part of the reason you know I feel anyway. But it, it's uh, no, I don't think that's uh, it's one. I've actually known I've known two prostitutes in my life. Mm-hmm. Um, one of them was like high end uh, call girl type, and then you say prostitute is kind of a dirty word. Hooker is a really dirty word around her, but you know what? What would they prefer? Um, it, it it doesn't really matter. I mean, it. it well, t- I'm t- just wondering. Like, what do you? I don't. What do you mean? Like, well, like would they prefer like, sitting like my, and listen my to lesbian like, friends? Don't like to be called lesbian. Oh, uh, I, I escort escort okay. or call girl. I okay. think is what it was. What she specified to me and okay. Um, she. I asked her about that. I said I know just from things I've read, movies I've seen, whatever. I know that there's a certain amount of guys that are calling you up just for company, and she, it, with her, it was like. 60 70%. Wow. She's like I there's she's like I she has said that she can go months without having sex with a John. And you know what the deal is? Which men is nuts. I bet you one of the big reasons is because men are taught or you know they can't be emotional around they can't let their guard down. That's absolutely true. Got to be the guy, got to be the man, got to be strong, got to be, be strong. stoic, got to be Marcus so you don't Aurelius. fucking lose it around your woman. Exactly. So so what do you do? You pay for a prostitute that and you lose can, it around her. that you can totally lose it around her. Exactly. Yeah. And that's unfortunate. That that's terrible. And I, I'm glad that I, uh, my folks didn't do everything right growing up. But I can tell you one of the things my mom did do right was telling me that it's okay to be vulnerable. It's okay to talk about what you're feeling. It's okay to do that stuff. I'm not sure you've and cried I, around I, me enough, Joe. Huh? I'm not sure you've cried around me enough. Okay. Should we start now? No, I'm good. <laughs> Actually, real quick before we go to break here shortly, <laughs> for the for um, the faucet start running. Speaking of almost crying, I want to talk for a moment about how the one of the greatest people I've ever met in my entire life, his name is Ed Mann, and I want to call him out publicly. Oh, yeah. Mr. Mann. Because uh, I hit Ed up a few days ago and told him, hey, man, I'm done. I'm done feeling and looking the way I am. I'm going to get back into riding a bike, which I used to have. Most of the fun that I ever had as a, as a kid, had to, a bike was involved. A bicycle. Like me with Vicky Stewart. It was. <laughs> <laughs> Schwinn yellow. T- I'm gonna buy a Schwinn yellow ten speed. Really, relive you, that moment. You really should. You really restore should. it. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck yeah. Anyway, that's anyway, the kind of fun we're talking about. So that exactly all right. that it, girls or going out in the woods and whatever. Just right. the, as soon as I was able to ride a bike, finding porn wheels, in the woods. 
Yes. It'll get you to your porn faster. It's still so fucking weird. To, that, it's that's true, a, doesn't it? That's a universal it thing. It gets you to your porn faster. I love that there's all these people out there that have these these jerk-off cabins. Yep. It's so strange. It's so weird, yeah. So uh, I hit up Ed a few days ago. He goes, man, I've been waiting for this, for you to hit me up for a long time, and I think this could change your life. It's a good thing, da-da-da-da. He's like, let's meet up. So I hit him up today, went over to his house, we started talking, and um, instead of getting sized up, like he, you know, kind of sized me up to see like what, like what would, what frame would work, and what geometry this and that. Once that was originally what I, I went over there, which I told you before, mm-hmm. uh, just so that you know, in the next few weeks or a month, that I could buy my own bike. He loaned me a very, very nice Kona Hanzo ST, very, very nice bike. It is nice. Yep. That he, you know, has outfitted, and it's one of his. He would only ride it maybe once a week. And for the foreseeable future, he's not going to be able to ride that bike. So I've got an. I now have a very, very nice Should, bike. Can we let him know why and he won't I, be riding on Sunday? Uh, I, I don't think it, he wants me to talk about that yet. Okay, okay, I don't. Good. I don't think. But he's we, we should have him on and talk about it when he's no, ready to talk I, about. No, it. I already. T- I talked to him about that today. Actually, <clears throat> okay, about good. about potentially yes. being on the podcast. And I we think should. his game. We'll talk about all his, his game. He said he's got a great story. Okay, good. He like his life from beginning to like five minutes ago. Is I can't very wait to have him on and talk um, about that and talk about the reason he can't be using that bike on Sundays. Absolutely. Yeah. So he's um, loaning you. He yeah. loaned me this bike, and I rode it around the block. I won. I realized just how out of fucking shape I am. And two, I forgot how fucking much joy riding a bike brings and how cool it is. And it makes you more in tune with what's going on, your immediate surroundings. When you're boxed up in a car or truck, you don't get that. And I forgot. The last time I had that feeling was when I owned a motorcycle 10, 12 years ago. It's very similar, yes. But a bicycle is even more. Because you're you're standing still and you start pedaling within seconds. The wind is in your hair. And, and and you feel so that sensation starts happening. So you got that sense of touch. Absolutely, and sight starts changing quickly. And then your and then your your motor skills are start to kick in. I mean, it's all these things are happening at once. And so what I want, I just wanted to say something. You know, say that about Ed because he's he's one of those people. He's like you or I, like you've talked about before that you um you like uh, uh you know you you went and like the lady that you that you saw she was a great artist but she didn't have good paints and. Mm-hmm. Didn't have the brushes and stuff. You you saw you recognized that brilliance, and you she didn't have the means. You did, and you made somebody's day and month and year potentially, and a friend for life by fostering that. Yeah, Ed knows that I'm one of those people that I if I when I say fuck it, I'm fucking done. I'm done. I'm moving forward. Fuck with it. This and I, I fucking we'll do it live. <laughs> Every fucking time I edit the podcast where I do that, I crack up at work. Anyway, Ed knows I'm the kind of guy that I reached my point, and he just knows that because I think. That, oh, yeah, no, enough praise for Ed. Sorry, Ed. Oh, fuck that. No, no I'm not I know. I'm going to keep going, yes. Uh, so he, but he and I also had a very brief conversation, or a brief conversation about what you and I talked about a while back is that you and I are the type of people that are, uh, and Ed included, are generous sometimes to a fault and it makes it so that sometimes we're taken advantage of more yeah. often more often into a, a more a, a higher degree that's one of the than, risks than other people yeah. but i'm okay with that risk because yeah. a lot of the most of the good things in my life came from hard work but not exactly the hard work that i applied to that they came from hard work that i put in another area that came back to me and one of those things today is with ed it's a kind of the goes around comes around thing. That absolutely, it's yeah. just like, it, almost like instant karmic gratification, yeah. you know, kind of thing. And it's it really is. Uh, no, it, tremendous. it is. I know what you're saying. You are you are. If you're this way, and I was talking about this with one of my 
employees here now and they were having this issue with the customer, which rarely happens. And uh, he said, you're just too nice is the deal. And I said, well, because you, know, you assume people are going to do what they're supposed to do and they're going to follow through and that kind of stuff. But, but because you're, you're that kind of person. Yeah, you assume I, that other people are like that. Right. And because I kind of am, you know, for the most part, you try to be in that kind of stuff. And then what you're saying, I think is absolutely true, is that you expect that. And then, um, uh, but but it's a pay, it's a risk reward, right? So a handful of people are going to screw you over. There's yeah. no question about it. But I think if I were to have a scorecard right now, there are a couple of big things that happen to me that I just like almost can't get over. But um, more or less, I think I've brought more joy than I received pain. There you go from it, and that's where I'm at too. Yeah. I On agree. that note, let's take a break. All right, we're gonna the, take a break. Listen to some music. Look at the tornadoes outside. Oh, great. <laughs> fucking button i'll keep ranting i don't mind i don't have a rant off switch right no i don't i don't, I don't have a rant off i switch. have a rant off switch for you which means that nobody else has to hear it but i i would <laughs> stop recording you're turning into like if we were married for like 20 years yikes <laughs> yeah, it's, it, it's felt like 20 years we've been friends for about four years now and, five years and it's no and and you just kind of tune it out yeah. All just over there. I'm sorry. Were you saying something, Paul? Did I hear you? What? Huh? And then that's when the other person of the relationship says, "You need a hearing aid because obviously you really don't." Checked, and then you go to the audiologist. You're fine. Like, no, your husband's just an asshole. He's not listening to you anymore because you just apparently just. 
Okay. All right, what's the topic? About a month ago, three weeks ago, uh, I started watching, rewatching a show that I used to like, and then I got bored by it after like three seasons, True Blood. Okay. Which I'm going to get made fun of for a bunch of dudes for that watching that. I don't give a shit. It was tough. Which of I sex. haven't. It's a great fucking show. Okay. It was well written. Where's it, it, it on now? It's it on a Netflix little, or something? Uh, Amazon. You can watch it through Amazon Prime, all those seasons. I think there's six seasons. Okay. I'm like three and a half, or season four. I'm, I'm fixing my condensation. So there's a character in there. There's a vampire, right? This, the yeah. whole show is about vampires, and, and, and not just vampires, but there's other people. And they'll, they'll, it's, it's a metaphor for uh, homosexuals. So what it was is... Is that... Yes, constant it's, thunder. It's still constant thunder. It's okay. Okay. Go ahead. I'm sorry. Rumbling. I didn't. Just, that we just kept rolling. I thought it was a, a thunder slight and then a flatulence. There was no flatulence. And then I thought this arm, articulating arm, holding the microphone was kind of creaking. So it was all together for about 20 seconds. But you're telling me it was that. Yeah. Like that. You're telling yeah. me it was thunder. That was thunder. That was thunder. Okay. Go ahead. I'm anyway, sorry. so shows about vampires and da, 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 da. so there, there's this one vampire on there who's like a sheriff. You have like the king of the area and they have sheriffs in little districts. His name is Eric Northman, and Eric is a thousand-year-old Viking vampire, right? Like that's what he was. He was a Viking, like that's kind of what I want to be when I grow up. Me too. Once I get to like Viking like, vampire, yeah, exactly. Yeah, and he's this big fucking just kind of. He's not menacing. He's just he. Well, the first like season, I think that he was just a lanky prick, and then he got somebody said, "Hey, man, you should probably eat more protein." You should probably bulk up. And, 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 well, he's like <laughs> six five. After a thousand years, you should and, think about working out. Thought about working out. Well, he's, he's also a vampire, though. <laughs> okay. So I don't know if he can bulk up. I don't know. I don't think that's how, how that works. works. Okay. So then I remember it. I was like, man, that, that, what they did was at like season two. I think they did like a flashback to how he became a vampire, and he he was a like a prince. Like his dad was important. Stand by. Is that was, rain we're hearing now? Yeah, I think so. All right, I'm sorry because we're through a couple different layers and different I'm sections. To, I'm of, trying to talk about some Viking shit, and you're like, "It's raining." Okay, a okay, bit. I'm st- I'm stopping now. I'm I'm <laughs> honestly stopping. I uh, you have my full undivided. And now here's ball with the weather. Tension. Yeah, go ahead. Hey, no, 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 no. I'm raining outside. Looks a little windy. Go ahead. Ready? Okay. I'm ready now. I'm I'm 100 ready. So they show a scene of, of Eric. <laughs> the fucking thunder interrupts me that time. <laughs> Thank you, Norse God. All right, go ahead. <clears throat> Sorry. So they show a flashback of him and his family being murdered by, well, there's werewolves on the show, too. So Okay. Murdered by werewolves that are, in, like, the guy who's in charge of them is a vampire. And he figures out who the vampires, and he starts plotting his fucking revenge for a thousand years. And then eventually catches revenge on this guy that murdered his whole family. And then as he's laying there dying, a another ancient vampire that was several thousand years old named Godric gives him vampire blood which heals him and then turns him into a vampire and that becomes his maker which is kind of like a father figure so then I thought god damn it I forgot how much I like Viking lore and stuff like yeah. that for whatever reason I've just always been into that kind of shit I don't, I don't know why it just always interested me and so then I just went down this fucking rabbit hole so now I'm I've, I've stopped watching True Blood which I'm probably never going to finish all seasons again how many seasons? six okay. and I was like halfway through three the fourth no the fourth season oh. I, I, it was like season four I started like last week okay so then I started watching the show Vikings, which is a history channel, I think. Holy shit. Wait, is this a kind of a kind of a documentary-ish thing? Um, it's one of those things where it's kind of a drama-mentary? There's docudrama? Do- drama-mentary. Dra- 
I'm so glad that they chose docudrama as opposed to... It's for drama-mentary. It sounds like a type of camel. Look, this is even after one vodka. Look, I'm a cheap date. If I haven't had much to eat during the day, just buy me one vodka. One and vodka, I'm, and then I just start slurring words and taking my clothes off. He's like, hey, what's up? <laughs> just gargling balls. <laughs> Thank you, Tito. Shout out to Tito's for making Paul yeah, gargle can, yeah, my balls. The thing about vodka and alcohol like that is it makes your balls fresh. If you have your balls in your mouth with vodka... Jesus Christ. Think about it. Or don't think about it. Please don't think about it. <laughs> okay, go ahead. Anyway, uh, the Look, show. Yeah, listen, you're taking the that's show, a lot of rain out there. Yeah, it's loud. I'm actually probably yeah. not going to edit that out. Like, I'm not going to. I'm not going to run that through a filter because I think it's kind of a cool. I wonder if it kind of it'd be kind of nice if it if it stayed if people could hear it. Yeah, the people out there. The, the show Vikings is like kind of a, it's not really a docudrama. Yes, there's certain characters in it that take place and that were potentially real people. So, so if you main character's name is Ragnar Lothbrok. Right, so sounds rather Viking. Right, yeah, no shit. Right, Nordic. And, uh, he lived around the s- late seven hundreds, early eight hundreds, like mm-hmm. the beginning of the Viking age. And and he's kind of a legend. Like he's kind of not exactly a god, but he's more of like a legend. He's like a, it's like a. So so like the, a, so the, as the story goes, he really did exist. He most maybe, historians maybe? agree that he existed okay. in some capacity. Okay, so here's the weird thing. In the reading through the old sagas, he's in, spoken about in several different sagas, but they only start talking about him at the the, the beginning of the Viking Age. I say is uh, the raid, Viking raid on Lindisfarne, which is uh, the Northumbria, you know, uh, yes. east you know, Northumbria. Yep. So Lindisfarne had a, a monastery, and the Vikings they had heard they had not they hadn't really branched out too much from Scandinavia, like that area. They didn't really franchise. They at that didn't point. really not at that point. But then they <laughs> they they were like, okay. And the whole Ragnar's whole thing is he's like, I heard about this place from this guy this one time, and it, we just have to sail west instead of sailing east. Let's sail west. So he gets a bunch of guys together and he pulls all of his money and everything that he has into this boat and gets his boat builder to do that. And then they, they to make this shallow drafted. Why so during boat. this show are they showing like this whole thing that all they, of it. they're hiring the guy we're, we're building the boat all of it we're designing it we're talking about no make this bigger make that higher make this that Abs- kind of stuff absolutely oh it sounds like a fantastic it's, it's a cool and it's a drama but it's still a drama and there's some beautiful women involved and it's oh, pretty brutal it's very yeah. it's, br- it's very uh braveheart esque when it comes to brutality sure show the blacksmiths making their swords and all that and then they show the raid on Lindisfarne which was it, it was fucking brutal and they took four slaves one died on en route and they dumped them overboard mm-hmm. and then the three that made it back they sold two and Ragnar kept one I say slaves and like black slaves but no there were no Nord, like white no black, Nord, like Sla- no, Slavic slaves there was no black people in northern Europe at the time this is the, <laughs> the late 700s trying to be precise 800s. here so, so these so are the white these are, from, that's where the word Slavic comes white. from Slavic slaves slaves yes just I'm saying like, these are English monks they raided the monastery that's on a gotcha. kind of an islet, you know, and they took they raided the monastery, killed everybody except for four people. One person died. Took away some back. slaves. This One of them died. All, dumped and them over. This is all documented in Norse sagas. Yes. Right. And then it, it just kind of goes from there. You get this monk that kind of teaches like his kids. See, that's the thing. Ragnar Lothbrok didn't exactly. They're not hundred percent certain he existed, but his descendants did. Like they know that they know that there was a guy that obviously fathered these people, yeah. and his like grand his grandson would be Eric the Red, who settled uh, what is it uh, Iceland and parts of Greenland, mm-hmm. and then his Eric the Red's son is Leif Erikson, which we know for a fact it's existed. Eric's son, like yes, Eric, exactly. That's where it comes from. Yes. 
So like, he, he there's that ancestor there. Whether it's like all the uh, mythology surrounding him was true, and he's this great warrior, and all this other stuff. They don't they don't know that 100 percent certain, but they do know that there was this ancestor that started this shit and was on part of the raid of Lindisfarne. And then it just goes through. And then at that point, it becomes kind of a drama where you have the ins and outs of, oh, this and that. That's fantastic. I think I you got another reading. warning on your phone. Is that another warning? Uh, no, there's a text. Oh. We got 20 minutes left. Okay. <clears throat> uh, the rating of the... rating of the Windows Farm. So yes. they ended up going back. And it's like the, basically the Ragnar was kind of the guy that helps kick off the whole... We can just go and take this shit. There's these because that's part of the dialogue that he has with the monk is on the journey back from Lindisfarne from in England to uh, the area of Scandinavia. They're from it's like a mythical kind Sorry. of area. That was good. Yeah, I don't, that's a martini um, kind of a. Uh, they he asked him well, why weren't you guarding the place? And the monk said, the "Monk said, well, why would we need to guard it? He goes because you have so many riches. You have all this gold and this and this. he said this. It's a holy place. It's it's meant to be." Sacred, and we're not. There's no violence there. This people is, aren't going to fuck is, with it, right? The the people recognize that this is a place of worship, and you don't shed blood there. And he just kind of chuckled at that. And then you can kind of see that over several episodes, like the character, he starts to kind of understand it a little bit, and then he starts feeling kind of bad. Which, if you read it, uh, if I think, and he starts Gan- getting a conscious. You're saying, yeah, exactly. Okay. So I think Ganyo is going to correct me on this, but I think the saga is called the Heimskringla. And then the Heimskringle, they talk about Ragnar's change and kind of how he switched and decided to not do raids as much and because hmm. it was, it, you're stealing, you're doing bad things, sure. you're, do, you're hurting people. But they also talk about a code of conduct and what I, uh, through, you know, with the, with those, this, they never refer to themselves as Vikings. That's like, a, that's a later invention. That's a, they never, the Viking was a, was a, uh, um, you had Viking culture, and you had, Vi- but those people didn't call themselves Vikings. The Vikings guys were the guys that was a, it was a job, it was an occupation, right? Like blacksmith, silversmith, you know. Uh, they were like a, not really a mercenary, I guess. Kind of, yeah. yeah. It was more like uh, it was like they were farming for other people's shit, so they just okay. went and stole. That's stuff. how you survived, yeah, exactly. So that you can kind of see where he starts to change a little bit. What's really neat is that they actually they they get some things accurate that I I hadn't seen before in anything, any sort of Viking stuff. Uh, was that they have uh, Ragnar's wife is a shield maiden, and shield maidens were women that went into battle, and she's a fucking badass. Like she, you know, she and which I've always thought was really cool that that was one of the only cultures that was they're very patriarchal, obviously, but. And this is evident if you look at Iceland, which is another thing. Iceland's a place I've always wanted to visit. Oh, and will eventually would go love, there. Love, love to go there. My stepfather was was stationed there in the navy for I think two or three years, and he said it was the his absolute favorite place that he was stationed. Sure, even for as cold as it was, even for as small as the island was, he and said it was his absolute favorite place. Pubs for one and restaurants. They and do. It's horribly expensive to live life. there, but it's just their nightlife's great. Those people know how to party yep. because they. You know, they what else is going on? They might as well deal with you know. That's how you deal. Cold with, as fuck. The colder the environment, I found this. The colder the environment, the further north you get, or further south you get. And the colder the environment, the more people are welcoming. There's you, you know, and um, they know how to party. Yeah. And typically the food is better because they know that they're going to have six months of darkness. 
Yeah, the, they're not going to be out uh, four wheeling or digging their uh, whatever. You know, I mean, they're, they're going to be inside, do. right? Doing stuff like like uh, 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 preparing alcoholic beverages <laughs> or meals, exactly, and having people come over. So you're going to not going to just have a fucking cheeseburger, which I would you know, no, you, a good cheeseburger, and, but, not to mention yeah. tons of fatty foods and stuff because you got to live off shit and you got to stay warm. Yeah. So uh, anyhow, the um, if you uh, modern Icelandic is the closest you'll get to Old Norse, the Old Norse spoken language. Okay. So modern Icelandic, so that kind of stuff really that fascinates me that that language has survived over a thousand years. If you try to understand somebody from a thousand years ago in England, you'll never understand. You have no idea what they're saying. Like Saxon English, True. even Elizabethan English sounds. Uh, there's a. There's a small area of, I want to say it's Virginia, that has a small island of these people that just never had enough contact with outside uh, influence. And their accent, it sounds like a mixture of uh, Old English, like Elizabethan English, and a Southern accent, which is actually closer to what Elizabeth, Elizabethan English sound like, like you know, like or Shakespearean English. I remember when I, no, when I was in high school, we talked about this, the Southern, being in Georgia, the Southern accent. And then I never really, and there was an English teacher I had which we had a conversation about earlier about English teachers. Remember that yes, we off did. the air <laughs> um, <laughs> that, that, that explained that the Southern accent, like you're talking about like Savannah and uh, Charleston and all that was like an English. And I went, this is not, and if, if, it, if you have your mind closed, you go, nope, it's not. And when she explained it, I'm going, holy fuck. That's exactly what they, cause that's where it came from. That's I where the English came from. And it's connected. It sounds like, once you flip your mind a little bit, it's like I can see the British connection there. There's though. a really cool three or four minute video with a linguist that talks exactly about that. It's how what it is is it's debunking, and she's from somewhere in the south, and she goes, you know, we have this northern uh, posh, you know, bullshit mindset that that makes it uh, says well people this and I'm guilty of this too. I didn't know anything about this. I just know that if you I if I if you have a certain southern sounding accent, I used to think, but that you just sound uneducated. Mm-hmm. That's shitty, and but that's just part of my upbringing. Sure. I grew up north of the Mason Dixon line. Okay, I, I, I didn't, I, I don't know shit about the South, or I didn't. And I, I remember, you know, several years ago, I watched this video, and she explained it. She goes, actually, if you go back a couple hundred years, the southern accent was the more posh one, and the northerners it were was. the ones that, yeah. that were the weird hodgepodge of. Uh, English and Scottish and Irish Italian and, and low and Italian and like Lowland Scott versus Highland Scott and all you throw this all together shake it up and that's what the northern accent sounded like mm-hmm. the southern accent was primarily England yep. and a little bit of French thrown in there from the um, uh, Acadians you know that came down to yep. Cajun and all that so I thought that was really interesting and then I, I felt like a real piece of shit for all those times that I ever denigrated anybody with a southern accent but there so, are a lot of rednecks live in the middle of nowhere. There's rednecks are fucking home. everywhere, That's man. True. There's rednecks yeah. up in Alaska. It doesn't matter. Also, a lot of rednecks in this town. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just, uh, we just, we do. Yeah. You know, it's cool. Uh, I, I don't have a problem with rednecks. Shit. No. I have a problem with ignorance. Yes. Um, but I love doing redneck shit. Like, oh, it's fun. It's like the time. It's instant fun. I, I helped him split a giant log with his front end loader in the middle of someone's street here in town. It was, <laughs> that was the most redneck thing I've ever done in my entire life. And, Thank you, Tim, because that was a great experience. Anyway, so I, I've just really gotten into the show, and I got back into reading a lot of that stuff. And there's a there's a, a cool thing. I'm going to send you a link to it, and you can okay. read it on your iPad. It's um, it, you know, just download the PDF to your iBooks and read it. It's called the Havamal. Havamal is a it's a kind of it's like life tips from Odin. Hmm. And it's really interesting and translated. Oh, a short little little. 
It's like it's like four, four line stanzas yeah. that are each tip. I mean, it's just absolutely brilliant. Which I my grandpa gave me a copy of it, like a pocket. It's called a pocket Havamal, and I I ordered one on Amazon last night because I feel like I need to have that. But it's also I have it on my phone. But it's just little four line stanzas. Sometimes they rhyme, sometimes not. And you just kind of open up and read a random one. Exactly. Oh yeah. It's from the prose Edda, and then the poetic Edda, which is like these humongous uh, sagas of just data about Norse life and Norse gods and you know, and, your, and not in a certain order Od- at all. Yeah, like Odin yeah. and and Thor and and Freya and like all these different gods and whatnot. And but the ones from Odin are, I mean, we're talking such good life advice that it's a, a thousand years later, twelve hundred years later, that shit is very very applicable. You know, things like the. Um, uh, the drunken the drunken man spews what the sober man thinks and things like and you're like oh <laughs> Jesus fucking Christ like that's yeah. such it's true yeah and it's funny because it's uh, it's over a thousand years old and it's still true I just I love shit like that so I'll I'll send you that and you I check would love it. to I see that yeah I think you'd really dig it but then uh, yeah so I think we need to have a uh, get a group together here in Kingman that does some Viking shit. Not raids. I don't want. To, I don't want to rape and pillage and like an anachronism that. kind of thing. Like a like that to kind of a thing? certain extent. Yeah. Um, honestly, like I and the idea kind of came to me a few years ago. Uh, like I said, this is something that's inter- interested me for a long time. But um, the folks up at the Slippery Pig Brewing up in Paulsbo, Washington. Paulsbo, Washington is a is a has a huge Scandinavian population. Even though the town itself is not huge, I think it's like eighty to ninety percent. It was settled by Scandinavian immigrants. Uh-huh. And they do all sorts of shit. They have, they do Yule and they do all these different holidays and stuff like that. Like they don't have, they, they it's not a, it's very non-traditional Christmas and New Year's and different, you know, fall holidays and shit like that. They do a lot of the old kind, pagan kind of, stuff. Um, kind but, of a, more of, more of a, 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 a Celtic slash. Older. Yeah. What the fuck is the, before the Christians took over the Christmas holiday? Who, uh, the. Um, Yule. Yule's one of them. Yeah. And then but, there's. Um, no, I mean the, mm, the religious sort of. Uh, oh my God. One drink. One, one drink. One Tito. I think it was the olives. It wasn't the vodka. Not, it was not the Celtic. Olives. You know what I'm talking about? The, 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 the Northern Ireland, whatever the, the religious group that would be. Mm. Well, the Druids were the Celtic. Druids. Druids. Druid, Druid, Celts, Druids, Druid, whatever. Druids were the priests. Right. Druids were the, were the name. That's what they called the priests of the, those, those pagan <sighs> religions. Pagan. Pagans. I like, fucking like a, said pagan. You, like when did you say pagan? Like every time. You said pagan? People are going to start cracking up. They're like, oh, <laughs> Joe said pagan. Paul, it's pagan. Paul. Paul. Paul pagan. Pagan. Fucking, pagan. Paul. Paul, and Paul. then everybody else like, all right, folks, he'll get to it eventually. He's like, oh, yeah, pagan. That's what I meant. So the pagan rituals, things yeah, like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. But here's the other <laughs> oh cool God. things. Because of the Norse influence, now. because of the Norse influence up there, they do some cool shit like uh, Dave Lambert, who's a, a brewer and owner of, a, you know, a Slippery Pig. He will, he, he, he will <laughs> row in a boat, a keg of beer to transport to another brewery across like this ocean inlet fjord looking thing from where is this from like right out in front of the, the brew his brewery in, to another place in, in, in Washington. Washington yeah wow and I just hear shit like just that to, just like, to do just it just to do it just because he's like alright we're doing this it's an event I'm gonna do this and it was like fucking nine miles or something like he's that he's sitting backwards on this thing and like he's paddles he's in absolutely. there absolutely he's this big fucking <laughs> people are taking pictures of it and yeah he's in his god he, he wears a he wears a kilt all the time all, <laughs> cool. he always wears like a utility yeah. kilt 
He's you know, rowing this thing, long battling the waves beard. and the wind. Absolutely, and it's so fucking badass. <laughs> and I was like, I'll never be that badass. And I was thinking, uh, not with that attitude. Yeah, exactly. Really, so, Joe? So maybe it's time yeah. for us to... That's what got America America is people like you, I, I think. I think we should start a small faction of um, rowdy folks okay. that like to... Just do an, a rowdy thing. Drink and have fun and just do a rowdy thing and just go from bar to bar and slam back mead, which is another thing I'm going to... Buy okay. some honey tomorrow, and I'm gonna start making meat again. That's another Good. another thing that I forgot when I first got. So into, I'll buy a yard of what? Right? I want to have my own yard. Glass. You should. You should buy a, uh, your own yard. Yeah, and then I could just bring my yard around and and wear wear uh, wear a Viking, Celtic, pagan, or Scottish garb. Yeah, could well, be a I, combination of everything. Well, here's the thing about that. Like, I, that's how I found out that I have some some some. Um, Norse roots. Okay, so my mom's maiden name is Williamson. Okay, you tracing back Williamson. Williamson is a sept. You know, if you want to go to northern Scotland, north would be northeastern Scotland. Williamson, we like Kate, Mac Williams. Caithness, like Mac Williams, son of Williams. Well, Williamson, Williamson. Is, is specifically the Norseman that settled in that area because okay. they do the patronymic names, last names. Ouch. Okay. Did that? No, something just hit no. me in the eyeball. They do the patronymic names like the son of you know Williamson. So they gotcha. did those. It was a Norseman Williamson, yeah. that um, settled in Caithness area, north. I think it's north. Yeah, northeastern Scotland. Uh-huh. And they kind of just joined into the clans. And I just lost it. I can't remember the clan. I I I, I fuck. I have the tartan for my kilt. I, I can't remember the anyway. Because like Burns, my mother's name is Burns. She's part of the Campbell clan. It was it was like it's a, a family. Sept, it was a sept of right. Sept Campbell of the, is the right. big protective. Clan that was for that re- was a, yeah for that region and yeah. and Williamson is a sept of and I can't think of it of the clan okay I'm sure if Mac listens to this he'll be like you you dumbass you, you should dolt. know this you're a dolt you're a dolt dullard <laughs> dullard dolt dullard love and, these words dullard and dolder things we need to bring back but I, I okay so if there's interest out there I'm pretty I'm talking Charlie and uh, what's his Charlie would be perfect for this Charlie um, Kevin I think Tim should be involved sure. in that. And all we would do is just a bunch of weird dudes get tuned up, walk around wherever, and go to certain and whatever the fuck you want to wear. Just do fucking Viking shit and yeah. just and just get on it. Pillage and maybe not pillage because okay. I don't want to go to jail. Rape? I'm, no, well, can't rape. No, you're not going to be raping. See, there's two things off the list right there that I they would have done. Literally said five minutes ago: no raping, no pillaging, oh, no plunder. What's We're left? Not, I don't know. Drinking. <laughs> we do. I I'm with you. We could establish our own for some hard, violent drinking. We do some uh, our own Viking games. Like if you had the, the proper shot glass, like I like, you just boom and then just slam them down. I would bring. So they my, put a dent in the. I wonder bar. if we could talk Toriana into letting us bring in our own shot glasses, like the ones I got there that are and no shitty, oh, just shitty thin ones. Ones so that we, look really are are like antique, not antique. No, let's say uh, no, no, no. That drinking. Drinking horns. Where I'm, I'm, I'm all way ahead of you on that. Or okay. talk to somebody okay. who can supply me with some horns that I can polish up and clean. And horn drinking horn. Drinking horn. Uh, Copper. No shot glasses that are just throwaways. We just like oh. pound back and fucking throw on the ground, and beat your break. chest, and then walk out. This is some really ridiculous manly shit. But sure. sometimes we need to do that. So. Once a year, we could turn into a thing like it was a ritual. Once a like, month. God okay, damn once, it. A, okay, once a month. Uh, once a month on the new moon. Okay, once every ninety days. <laughs> Let me check my calendar on my smartphone. No, and, and that's it. No fucking phones allowed. No phones Not, allowed. Don't, you can't even no bring pictures. your phone. Can't bring your phone. Can't do any of that stuff. Okay, I'm going to ask a question. What's up? Now we're going to get right to it. Okay. going to piss a lot of people off. No chicks? Bullshit. No, abs- absolutely. Chicks are allowed. Yes. 
Yeah. As long as they're going to fucking play this game, you got to be. See, yeah. that's the thing. That's what the Vikings believe is that when yeah. they would go and and then, and this is goes just not just Vikings. This is all Norse culture. If if you want to go into battle, you have to be at a certain level. So let's say okay, when you were twelve, how or let's say when you were fourteen, about how big were you? I don't know. I'm looking down at my. Not your dick. Oh. Uh, not, not. I was 12. Wait, what What age? 14. 14. Let's say 14. Five, seven, five, eight. Okay. I went from 5'3", five, 5'4", five, to like 5'9", five, 5'10". Five, mm-hmm. And so that's, so you, you, let's say 14, you were 5 foot and 140 pounds. That's, not, that's fine. You're not going into battle. No. I could have been recruited to go into battle. If a woman... Could do. That's what they called them, shield maidens. They, they were shield maidens. They fucking they could fight with swords, fight with knives, axes, the whole bit. And so they go into battle. So absolutely, women are. are so no alive. matter if women were really uh, uh, mentally and and out there um, linguistically powerful women, but if she was five two and hundred pounds, they're not going. If she could handle herself, she's five two and okay. hundred pounds, and she has a sword and a shield. And she can handle herself in battle and inflict more damage on them than they do on her. How are we going to test these people before we go out drinking? It doesn't matter. Okay. I, well, the, the true test will be when they go to battle the first time. Okay. Right? Battle equals drinking? Fuck yes. Okay. Let's do it. How they handle it. This is going to be a great thing. Okay. And I don't want any... No phones. Everybody's I, I think, included. I think we have a little time to kind of think about this because the fall, of course, is the perfect time to start this. Uh, fuck yes. Absolutely. Especially around here. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You know, maybe we could turn into like a fun camping trip up in the Wallapies. You have a badass name for this organization. Yeah, I'm going to come up with something. Like like the bartender would call the other friend bartender that's two miles in. Like, oh, my God. The fucking showed up. The blank horde. Yeah. The whatever horde showed up. Yeah. Jesus Christ. They were here moments ago and then they're gone. It's like, Where are they uh, going? I don't know. They didn't say. <laughs> oh, God. They just trailblazed out of here. Be they, they came on an icy wind that broke the hearts of weaker men. <laughs> that's what. That's another. That's one of the ones I remember from the Have Them All. Is a uh, you know. Uh, there's also there's just like this whole code uh, in the in the Have Them All, and because it's a, it's Odin, you know. I would like to have the, a code. The Odin guy, the code. We should have a code. We, yeah. we really should. Cartoon casual code. Like Pinkus Floydus Intense Eye that we did. Yes, that, thank you. Exactly. Thing. Exactly. Are we gonna be leaving shortly? Uh, you know what? Where are we at? Uh, we are at three minutes and twenty four seconds. So what do you got to oh, say? Oh, uh, it was something I was going to say earlier about something. I don't know what it was. Hmm, don't know. So who wants to start a Viking raid party? Yeah. Hit us up. We're gonna start this group. This is this is. This is going to happen. And the way we, you don't just, when you show up into a, a place, a, a drinking establishment, you don't just, not one person kind of casually strolls in and then a minute or two later, another guy. No, no, you come in as a, you just come in as a power. Here we come. Here they come. Boom. It's a cohesive unit, right? Is that what you're saying? You Abs- come that's in absolutely true. Yeah. Where everybody goes, holy, what, who the fuck are, what the fuck is going on? Did you, you remember 300 in the movie? Yes. 300. So yeah. when the Spartan guys, when they, they would show up somewhere. And, you know, uh, what's his face? Oh, God, I can't think of his name. Jesus Christ. Gerard Butler. Uh, the head of the Spartans. the Leonidas. King Leonidas. Okay. He, you know, somebody, he, they meet, his, he's got his group of Spartans, and they meet up with somebody, and he's talking to the guy, and uh, it was some other Greeks. And they were just like, one guy's like a blacksmith, one's a, like a barber. Like, they, 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 these were not warriors. These were guys that, right. they were brave. They were going in the battle. They knew they were going to die. So there's no, they didn't question their heart, but these guys are thin and right. just kind of be, not beefy and they're not like in shape like the Spartans are. And, they, and he goes, well, we're just as ready as you are. He goes, man, are you ready? And you hear it like in unison. They're like, oh, oh. And they just started mm-hmm. fucking beating their chest. And, and the guys are like, all right, well, we'll 
hang out behind you guys. <laughs> they got kind of freaked out, but that's the idea is sure. you show up somewhere and I don't know. Like It'd be you, that kind of. You uh, want to be courteous to your tavern owner. Aye. The tavern wench. No, oof, don't say tavern wench. Come on That's now. what they were. I know, I know. See, we're dropping off all these things. <laughs> <laughs> so you want to be. Look, res- Toriana would probably be into this. Toriana would lose her fucking mind and then yeah. be pissed off that we didn't ask her to join. Exactly. That she had to be the barmaid. Yep. Um, and I think I just think it would be kind of fun to do stuff like that. And we, you, know, you can might be able to wrap it up into a charity or something like that. Sure. Like, you know? Anyway, you were... Hmm. No, there was nothing I was going to say in particular because I forgot where it... Uh, the weather, celibacy. Can we, can we not... Oh! Uh, Back shit. to celibacy? I, I fucking startled you just now. I'm sorry <laughs> oh about God, that. I hope I didn't did. scare anybody else. No longer celibate. <laughs> Blackbridge Brewery celebrating the fourth anniversary. Oh, celib- on celibacy, celebrating. Celib- we're not going to be celibate with celebrating. I'm not. No. I'm going to... What's August no. what? August 12th. 12th is August, the August 4th, 12th. I believe the 4th anniversary of the 4th anniversary being downtown. Is that it? Is that right? Yeah. Being down- okay. Yeah, we got games and prizes and drawings and uh, discounted drinks. Do people uh, know that poison? I was the first paying patron? I don't know if people do know By that. By accident. And I need to start pointing them out. Uh, yeah, because wasn't it, uh, will you tell the story? Well, what happened, it was, like, it was like a Sunday, I think. I think it was a Sunday, I believe, and Carol and I, who was a funny lady still, you still hang out with a funny girl? Funny girl. <laughs> Carol, I think we're driving in my Jeep, and we drove past down down um, down uh, Beale, and um, just glance over, and the front door was open of Blackridge. I knew they were building it out, and they were about done, and they were going to be opening soon. But the door was open, and I think I don't know if they had an open sign that was on, or I don't remember. But the door was open. Right. Okay, a door open means I can stop by and put my nose in there. So we stopped, we parked. Carol and I stopped, and we poked, and Blake was in there, and Tim was in there, and they were kind of wiping things down. And wow, it was done. You could tell it was done. It was ready it to was go. It was done. It was ready. Turn key. Yeah, I'm ready going. Go. So I'm, oh, there's that. Go so I'm just looking around and I'm going, what else is there to do? Went to the bathroom. Is there, I, I can't, you know, this is not my wheelhouse, Tim, but is there any, you got beer in there? Yeah. Got gla- what's, he goes, we're kind of ready. I said, do you have your license? He goes, yeah. And I went, can you sell beer? And he kind of looked at his dad and he, they kind of looked and they realized at that point that they actually could. You know, they didn't have established hours yet, or they didn't say... They didn't have a till, they didn't have... Yeah, I think they were going to open, like... They physically could. Maybe the next day on Monday. I'm not sure when they were planning on opening up. But he goes, we could probably sell beer. And I went, I'll buy a beer. And and, And then he looked at us, again, they were checking, can we legally do this now? And they went, yeah. And I went, and I made sure, I said, look... It would be awesome if I would be the one that could do this. I would love to do this, but this is a big fucking deal, dude. And I don't know you that well. I know him, but I didn't know him. You know, it wasn't a lifelong friend or something. And I said, you can have someone else do this. He goes, no, this would be great. We can do this now. And, you know, so I, I kept asking him several times, are you sure you want to do this? This is a moment. And he went, yeah. All right. So we did it. And it was a game of $10 bill. And I wrote on there, I said, I think I, think I said, uh, the first of many, or something like that. Yeah, and I, so, signed, yeah, it, and I signed it. And it's it's actually above the hand wash thing. Yeah, it behind kind of behind the. But there's another one too. I think he did it again a little bit later. I think with someone. There may be another dollar bill or something. I think up it's there. up in the uh, like the business license. Frame something. Yeah, I'm not sure who that is. I, Ooh, do, do you know? Do you know who the other one was or I not? Don't. Anyway, it don't matter because you're the one. But but it was I was officially the first one to give him money and then bought a beer there. But it was they weren't really officially open. But it was the first exchange of money for a beer. Yeah, and it wasn't which really means planned. it counts as far as I'm concerned. I guess yeah. It was yeah. I feel special. It was kind of privileged. 
You should. So everybody get down there. The Rivals are playing, which is always a hoot. Uh, we'll on what day again? Say that one more time. Saturday, August 12th. August 12th. Which once you people hear this, it's going to be in like four days so from when you hear it. week from this coming Saturday. Yes. Yeah, when they hear it, it'll be this coming Saturday. August 12th. Yeah. August 12th. Shit starts around five or six. Leonard Interior's opening for the Rivals, is which is really? always really funny to me because all the guys in the Rivals feel it should be the other way around. Right. And Leonard's um, always the humble one. He is always, always full of humility. Full yeah. of humility and shit. That's, that's Which is fantastic. You ah. always feel so lucky to be down there and be around... Uh, the brewery and the people down there and us and we're like really Leonard's such a good dude like really yeah. he goes no nah, man you guys are just great bro well that's what most of the aborigines are like <laughs> so are you black <laughs> oh god damn it that was one of the, probably one of the funniest podcasts we've ever yeah, done it was and, it was and, good but uh, anyway well so are we done yeah let's wrap this up let's go, go downtown. let's go fucking dominate at trivia you guys can dominate I'll watch yeah I like o- watching August you know I mean? 12th Blackbridge Brewery be there see you bye
Thank you.